Hey guys, so what's the difference between South Korea and Nigeria in the grand scheme of things? Because a while ago, uh, well, a couple of years ago now, I guess uh, 2008, when my friend introduced me to South Korean culture, the language, the food, the movies, the music, all of that stuff, it was only just then starting to take off internationally people were only just beginning to say my country's doing this really really cool thing we've got this music we've got this mo movie out we've got this tv show check it out you're gonna like it and all of that so in 2008 i started following south korea essentially i started following the way that that transition came about when i first got um, got wind of it to today where you find South Korean bands performing on the largest stages in American music and you're just wondering how did we get from no one knowing anything about it to it being popularly accepted as part of canon culture and that goes straight into Nigeria as well because if you go into a marketplace in Nigeria and you're trying to buy DVDs, you will see almost half of the stock are Korean movies and Korean TV shows. It's insane. I didn't expect that when I moved back because I just thought, oh, it's just not one of those things. They probably didn't market into African countries. Like, fair enough. But it was here. It was so easily accessible that I was m maybe ignorantly shocked by it. And then... I, was have, I had a really great conversation today with someone that works in this kind of country branding space. Uh, and it confirmed a lot of the things that I had seen. When I was in, I don't know, I don't remember how old I was, but I interned at a public affairs company. And one of the things I found out about was that the government pays TV shows in tax credits, in the UK this is, in tax credits to produce particular types of content. So they invest in the art of the community, they invest in the art of their country to essentially spread a specific message. And when I got interested in Korean dramas and Korean music, I found out that there was a lot of that going on. You would find that there were trends. All of a sudden, a, a lot of the TV shows were about cancer awareness. All of a sudden, a lot of the TV shows were about accepting divorce um, as a non-stigmatizing uh, part of life. All of a sudden, you were talking about single parenthood. So there, were, there was this trend of a lot of topics coming up cyclically I guess and the first thought I had was okay there must be some money in it for the producers the directors the um the script writers to essentially be writing about the same thing I don't know if that's true or not but it made me jealous for the belief system when it comes to the arts in South Korea because we don't as far as I can tell, we don't have that in Nigeria. And I think that's the differentiating factor between the development of South Korea and the development of Nigeria. We've both had our problems with corruption. I'm sure you've probably heard um, the most recent scandals going on in uh, Korea's political system. So it's not corruption. 
I think it's the arts. When Abuja became the capital of Nigeria, the thing they left out were, was the arts. They, there's no significant investment happening in the cultural awareness and the cultural innovation uh, that then breeds social innovation, that then breeds entrepreneurship, that then breeds uh, kind of this forward thinking that it invests people in their own culture, invests people in their own communities. So I've just been thinking about that today because I had a really great conversation about it. The power of culture to essentially develop nations uh, is really undervalued, in my opinion, in Nigeria and other African countries. And I think it could be the difference uh, going forward. So that's what I've been thinking about today. I hope you've been having a good day. Okay, bye.